So you can't let your mind convince you out of it. You can't rationalize your way through it. You have to do it to feel it, to feel how good it feels, to feel that it's okay. Maybe I wasn't as great, and maybe someone said something about it, but I didn't die, and I'm going to keep going. You just have to feel the fear, but do it anyway. Welcome to the My Future Business Show, where we get you in front of your best audience and keep you there. Not only are we interviewing the biggest names in business to help you become even more successful, we're inviting you to book your spot on the show to help you grow your business. So at the end of the call, make sure you fill in the interview application form at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews. Hi, and welcome back to the My Future Business Show. It's Rick Nusky, and just a quick pause to say thank you very much for your feedback. It is so very welcome, and it's great knowing that what I'm doing is making a difference for you. So thank you very much. Now, on today's show, I'm with the wonderful Z Najarian. Welcome to the show. Hi, Rick. I'm very excited to be here. Let's spread some positivity. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, now, Z and I were just uh, speaking off the call about all of the things that are going on uh, in this wide, wonderful world of ours. And uh, we're going to be talking about putting a bit of an upbeat step to, you know, I guess, life's experience at the moment. Now, Z is a transformational speaker and she's an unshakable optimist. So before we jump into this, um, we normally uh, spend a bit of time learning a little bit about you, where you're located and what you like to do uh, in your pastime. Would you mind sharing a little bit about yourself with the My Future Business audience? Yeah, of course, Rick. So I'm in the United States in Los Angeles. Um, it, I've gone through a long journey to be here, as have most people in their life. Um, so I um, love, in my pastime, I love listening to podcasts. I love um, everything personal development. I um, listen to so many books. I use Audible. Mm -hmm. I would love to go to before when these things were happening, uh, live events. I love the energy. I'm a very much, like I'm a big introvert, but I love being in um, large events. I just don't want people talking to me. Um, <laughs> but I love, <laughs> I love being there. I love the energy. So um, I spend most of my time just researching things, listening to personal development books and um, seeing how I can better myself, how I can become a better version of myself and how I can help women around me do the same. Fantastic. Thank you so very much for sharing that. Now, I was going through your about page and I fell in love with you straight away. You like beer and you like eating the crumbs out of chip packets because they're the most flavorsome. That is just magical to me. <laughs> what's your, I don't know. What's your most favorite uh, flavor of chips? I'm going to have to say hot Cheetos. I love spicy um, glow. Growing up, we would, when we would go to the grocery store with my parents, I would beg them to buy me like the biggest bag of hot Cheetos, <laughs> and they were hesitant because I would eat it in one setting. <laughs> That's so wonderful. You know, this is the value of the My Future Business uh, show, Z, because we get to learn a little bit more about the people. And um, today, you and I are going to be talking about um, creating a life that you love. Now, where did this, this uh, I guess, thrust for you? Um, come from? Why is this important for you? So Rick, for most of my life, I went around asking, why am I here? Why, 
why are we born and then we just die, right? And yeah. not in a sad, not in a sad sort of way, but I guess that was my way of trying to figure out what my purpose is. So I could never find it. I thought that, you know, that I can find that in my career. I can find that in my job title. I can find that in the salary that I make because I grew up in a family, much like I'm sure a lot of people did, Mm -hmm. where they said, we're going to give you shelter. We're going to give you food, but you have to graduate, get a good degree, get a good paying job, good benefits, start a family. So I did all of that. And after doing all of that, getting a degree, getting a good job, um, I still didn't feel like I have this life that I love. And people kept telling me that I'm crazy because I have everything anyone would want. Um, loving family, um, I have a good income, um, I have good education, why am I complaining? And so I felt guilty for most of my life thinking, why, yeah, why am I complaining? But the success that I had on the outside didn't match my feelings of fulfillment on the inside. So I went on this whole journey to figure out who am I really, what do I like to do, what are my gifts, and how do I um, create a legacy for myself and just create a life that I love. And so oftentimes we teach or we put out into the world what we needed to learn most. So I went through that journey and I realized that I want to be able to give that to other people too. Yeah, that's fantastic. Thank you very much for sharing. One of the things I noticed in your bio, Z, was that, um, you know, there's no need to give up the existing life that you have to live the life that you really want. Can you explain a little bit about that? Yes. So oftentimes we're afraid to um, have that thing that we really want. A lot of times we know what we want. We know what we're passionate about. We know what how we want our dream life to look like, but we shy away from that because it seems like it's so far away. It seems like we have to do drastic things because we hear a lot about this. Um, The stories that make the headlines are the ones who, you know, they like all of a sudden quit their job and are homeless. Or Mm -hmm. I feel like they give their kids up for adoption or move to this remote place of the world. And so those seem so big for us. And we're like, we have bills. We can't just quit our job. I have kids. I can't just walk out on my kids. So we give up on our dream life, on creating something that feels authentic to us because we think it needs to be drastic. Mm. But it never needs to be anything drastic. You can start exactly where you're at, and you'll be surprised how much happier you can be by making really small changes. Yeah, they're not wholesale changes, are they? They're more like complementary steps forward. Yeah, exactly. So I wonder, Z, if uh, if you're happy for the most part, but you know you want to pursue uh, a hobby or a new career path, um, how quick is it to, to make the change? Is it a, a matter of seconds? Is it, is it just a mindset shift? How do you, how do you go about it? So most people say, I don't know where to start, right? I know something needs to change. I love my family. I kind of, you know, I'm, I can't complain, but something feels off. So I, I always tell them, you start with what you know. So if you start with what you know, you'll know where to start. And the thing is that um, we oftentimes dismiss the thing that we know we really like to do. We say, for example, I like cooking, but that's not a thing. Everyone has to cook. Um, 
there are so many chefs in the world. How can that make money? Why would I do more of that? We come up with all these things in our head. But if we just let go of all of that, we don't judge it, and we just start with what we know. For example, if you know you really love cooking, I always tell the women I'm working with, okay, one thing you know, you love cooking. Now, think of two to three things you can do with that. For example, you can take a cooking course. You can cook a meal and take it to a neighbor. You can have a small meetup at your house or somewhere and cook a meal. There's so many things you can do with that one thing that you like. And then when you actually go out there and you do that, that's already something you know you like to do that brings you joy. So the more you do or the things that brings you joy, the things that you're passionate about, the more of that you'll bring into your life. And you never know where that thing will lead you. I work with this woman who, she was the same way. I don't, there's nothing I'm passionate about. I don't know what to do. So I went through this process. She said, I'm passionate about photography, but how can, I, how can that even bring joy to my life? So she decided she's going to go and take a photography class at a local community college. She took that class. And in there, she met this other lady who was creating a cookbook. So she cooked the meals, this lady took the pictures, they collaborated, and she's had so many more opportunities through that. So you never know where, when you do something that you really like, something that brings you joy, you never know where that's going to lead you. This is about permission, isn't it? It's about giving you, yourself that permission to actually try something new. Yes, absolutely, and not coming up with excuses why it won't work. Do you think there's uh, an element of fear for, for people that find that there's, you know, this imaginary barrier in front of them? Yeah, of course. We're afraid of so many things, right? That we'll fail, that we'll succeed, that um, we won't be good at it at the first time, and what will people say about us? But that thing that um, brings you joy, your passion, it exists in your heart and not in your mind. So you can't let your mind... Um, convince you out of it you can't rationalize your way through it you have to do it to feel it to feel how good it feels to feel that it's okay maybe I wasn't as great and maybe someone said something about it but I didn't die and I'm going to keep going you just have to feel the fear but do it anyway yeah that's a great statement I was just thinking that exact same thing now um because this is really focused on personal development and this is your space I, I wonder um who are some of the people that have inspired you? And, and maybe we could talk a little bit about them and then some of the books that you, you recommend for people just starting out on this journey. Yeah, so, oh, so many people. Um, when I was first starting out, this whole journey of personal development, I uh, listened to the book um, Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert so many times and I don't really like to read but I love to listen so I listen yeah. to all my books I used to have a really long commute to work and so it was over an hour and so I would listen to that book on repeat so someone who is maybe too scared or just starting out doesn't know what to do that's a great book Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert mm -hmm. um and then also War of Art that was amazing um um, by I can't remember his first name. His last name is Pressfield. Mm -hmm. um, that that was amazing. It talks about resistance and how we um, 
stay stuck and we don't put our creativity out into the world. Um, yeah, so those two, th- those two books are a great starting point. Um, people who've inspired me ever since, you know, I was younger growing up in high school, I had a math teacher who was amazing. His name was Mr. Good. He somehow made math fun. He <laughs> really showed me, I don't, I don't know how that's possible with geometry. Um, <laughs> Um, he did. And he would crack jokes at the different formulas and he would um, put them in a way where even if I didn't like math, I wanted to be there because I really liked his class. He made yeah. it fun. He, he showed me that one person could make a big difference in someone's life. So he inspired me. Um, I'll never forget in second grade when I had just first moved to the United States. I barely knew English. Um, my second grade teacher, Miss Kalafian, she... Um, gave me a student of the month award. I no way deserved it because I barely knew the language. I could barely do the work, but she knew that if she could do that for me, then I would step up to get to that level. And I realized that I noticed that. So she inspired me. I think about her a lot that every time I want to let fear stop me, I don't want to do something. I remember that she believed in me before I even deserved it or ever believed in myself. I wonder, um, given that you you are so well versed in this and you've had a lot of experience uh, in your own personal development, what does a typical day look like for you? Mm-hmm. Your routine. Um, yeah, so I tried different things until I could find something that works for me. And I think that um, this whole morning routine, and I hear all of these things where people say, you know, successful people have to do this. I don't believe in have tos um, because everyone is different and mm-hmm. what works for me might not work for you. Yeah. So I've actually tried things out until I found something that felt comfortable. So I wake up. I love to wake up early, like 5 a.m., 6 a.m. To me, it just feels amazing to be up a lot of times before the sun's up. So first thing I do is I take some quiet time and I meditate. Sometimes that's closing my eyes and actually meditating sometimes it's just sitting in quiet and drinking my coffee and I do that for about 15 minutes and that really grounds me and it helps me start off my day before all the craziness that has happened mm-hmm. it's easier for me to focus and it starts off my day and it allows me at any point throughout my day when it gets hectic to go back to that place of calmness serenity so I do that um, and then after that I just get to work. You know, I look at my emails. I do everything, um, my calls that I have to do, my coaching. I like my ideal, part of my ideal life is to stop working by 2 p.m. Yes, fantastic. And so sometimes that works, sometimes (laughs) it doesn't. (laughs) Right? You can't control everything, but I work towards that. That's that's wonderful insight. I I really appreciate it. Now, I want to give um, our audience some practical methods and tools to actually follow if they're just starting out on their own personal development journey. Uh, is there power in the pen? Do, should we be writing things down? Should we be capturing ideas? What is your approach in this regard? So someone who's just starting out in this personal development world, it's just something that the more you know yourself, the more you're able to create a life that you love because it all starts with you. You're the common denominator 
in anything that you do, in anything that happens, you're the common denominator. So if you can really know yourself, then you know how you act in certain cases. You know what the negative aspects of your personality are. You know what to do to help yourself and catch yourself when you're going to fall. So um, when I was first starting out, really just keeping a journal helped me. When I would get upset or um, I'm really stubborn, when I would start getting stubborn, <laughs> I would just write things down. What, how did I feel? What made me feel that way? And then what was the outcome when I acted out that certain way? And so that really started giving me insight into who I am and why I act certain ways. And also just listening to those two books that I recommended, those that's a great place to start. Thank you very much. So for people that are just starting this personal um, development journey, younger people, what would be some of the things that you may be teaching, I guess, the younger generations? From my experience from when I was growing up, what I would have loved to see my parents do for me would be to, um, instead of telling me what I had to do, right, they were amazing. They provided food and shelter and they said, go do this. Mm -hmm. So instead of doing that, I would have loved for him for them to pay maybe a little more attention to the things that I naturally like. Because looking at my childhood, I had signs that I wanted to do this. I want to be in this field. But um, they were like, no, you need to be in the computer science field. You need to do this. So, And they were trying to help me. They wanted me to create a good life for myself. But as a kid, looking back, I would have loved for my parents to pay attention to the things I like and to encourage me to do more of that without judgment, without telling me that that's not good enough, that you can't make it into, in the world like that. You'll never find a job with that. We, we often find that, you know, from day to day, we, we have good days and we have bad days. Um, uh, you know, some days we feel like we can conquer the world and other days it's just too big of a challenge. Um, what what emphasis and processes do you go through to keep a, a positive mindset? And what do you do when you don't feel so positive? Yeah, so um, I'm naturally, I'm an unshakable optimist, right? Naturally, I tend to mostly be happy. It's really rare where I have days where I'm not. And um, this is something my brother always told me growing up, you're disgustingly optimistic. So <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, it might just be something I'm born with. I don't know. But um, I know myself. So I know if I'm feeling down about something, I need to just step away and give myself a little bit of a break. I tend to overwork. So um Knowing myself, I know that I just need to give myself some time to feel sad, to feel upset, to feel unmotivated, whatever it is. But I give myself a time limit. I say, maybe today, I'm just going to take today off. I don't let that drag on to the next day and the mm -hmm. next day. So know yourself. Give yourself limit. We're humans. We have feelings. Sometimes you're not going to be motivated. Sometimes you're going to be sad. So just give yourself that break. And then you can go right back into it after that time has passed. I'd love to, I guess, uh, go a little bit deeper into the relationships you have, because um, I believe that, you know, the people that you are around can have a, a fairly uh, significant impact on, I guess, the mm -hmm. life that you live. Uh, what do you do in terms of, um, you know, people that come into your sphere, your world? 
um, that mm. aren't necessarily as positive as you would hope they would be. Do you still hang around with them? Do you keep them at a distance? How do you, how do you manage that? Yeah, this has been the hardest lesson for me to learn. And it's been really sad because I'm very empathic. So I'm so, like, I, I can feel other people. I don't want to hurt them. Yeah. And when I've had a relationship with someone for a little bit, I, I hate to lose that history. It makes me really sad. But I've learned that I can't let other people take my energy or take everything I have away because I've had relationships where, you know, they haven't been so positive. And so I fall into that cycle and then I start feeling negative and it sucks my energy. So I've learned that sometimes relationships evolve. I, I've been best friends with people for many, many years and then I've had to just slowly back off. Yeah. And so I right now I'm a firm believer that if someone does not work with you energetically, if they're bringing something into your life that feels off, that's a sign that you need to back off. You don't need to argue. You don't need to have this big old um, breakup session, but you can slowly back off because you are in control of your life. You can't let other people bring you down um, or take away the things that you really want to create, the things that bring you joy. So if something feels off, trust your gut and just back off. Yeah, I'd love to explore that a little bit more. You talked about energy. You've talked about knowing yourself, your, um, you know, your intuition. Is this, you know, getting to that point where, you, you know, you're starting to... I guess, tune your senses more to, to know what's right for you? And does that take time to hone that sort of level of, of skill? Yes, definitely. And so I've learned that now when I have um, that instant gut feeling, that's always the right one to just go with it. And that took time. For me to learn that was like that's like a muscle that's like going to the gym you start off with the five pounders you can't start off with the 50s immediately and mm. the more you practice it the stronger it gets and keeping a journal for this really helped me because it was hard to tell is this really my gut or am i just too scared and so i would keep a journal of this is how i felt this is the action i took and this is the outcome and the more i did that the more i started realizing, oh, when I have this type of feeling, when it feels expansive, that's my, you know, that's my gut telling me to do it. And then when it feels kind of contractive and I don't want to do it, that's my gut telling me not to do it. So um, it's a process. And definitely the more you listen to it, the more you do it, the more you keep a journal, the more you're going to get stronger and stronger at it. And I still, there's still times where I go against it and then I go back and I'm like, my gut told me to do this and I knew it and I didn't listen anyway. Uh, yeah. yeah, well, you learn to, to listen to yourself and, and trust yourself. That's a big thing. Now, uh, as a transformational speaker, Z, do you find that um, with everything that's going on in the world nowadays that you're doing more online speaking how how are things in that regard for you yeah so i'm doing more i was really um looking forward to do more in person um speaking this year because mm -hmm. that's something i really love to feel the energy i'm very sensitive to energy and i love the feel of feeling all those people there and their energy but you know it has shifted and so i'm doing more um more podcast interviews, I'm doing more um, 
speaking on um, online forms um, and a lot of the stuff that I was going to speak at in person have slowly transitioned online. So I'm doing more of those online. So tell us a little bit about uh, a typical talk that you might give. What would it include? So my the, the topics that I talk about are um, how to start creating a life that you love, um, how to figure out what you're passionate about, and then also how to just get anything that you want in life. Oh, yeah, and uh, I've been looking at uh, your website, and I, and I love it because you've got a page that's dedicated to all of the books that um, you either recommend or have read or are reading, um, some of which I will be uh, getting my hands on myself. Now, you've also got uh, a number of other things. I was wondering if you can talk us through um, all of the content that we will find on your on your website. Yeah, so um, the where I tell people to start if they're just starting out, I have... Um, a free five-day mini course called How to Figure Out What You're Passionate About. That's at thenajarian.com forward slash my passion. And um, that will give you everything you need to get started. Um, other things on my website, I have a blog, which um, I used to be more diligent at, but now with um, doing all these interviews and talks, I've fallen behind. But I do have a blog with lots of content that I've put previously that are still relevant. It'll help you to start um, figuring out how to bring more joy into your life. Um, and then I also, on my website, I have a, another training called How to Figure Out Which Passion to Follow. Because a lot of times we think, oh, we have... Um, I'm passionate about this, this, and that, and I don't know which one to start off so with. So that's an audio training. <laughs> yeah, it's, some, it, it's really funny because people are either on one side or the other. I don't really have people in between. They're either, I don't, I'm not passionate about anything, or they're like, I have so many, I don't know which one to start with. So that, and then if, if they want a free um, clarity call with me to figure out if, um, we can work together if, so that I can help them go really deep and start creating that blueprint for life they love. That's at cnagiant.com forward slash clarity. Well, there you go. Everybody's on the show today. Um, this has been a wonderful uh, insight into Z's work and how is she working with her clients. Now, uh, if you want to um, contact Z directly, I will be making links back to uh, um, and you will find all of the things that we have spoken about today. Z, I just have to say thank you so very much for spending some time with me on the My Future Business Show today. Yeah, Rick, thank you so much for having me. Thanks for joining us today. If you enjoyed the call, then make sure to subscribe, leave a comment, share us with your friends, and book your spot on the show at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews. And if you're looking for solutions that will help grow your business, then visit myfuturebusiness.com forward slash shop.